0: welcome 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 back to rooted with yams another episode it is april 1st new beginnings and most importantly it is easter it is resurrection sunday hello all my sinners and saints hallelujah praise the lord welcome this is such a blessed day and i'm really excited first of all it's just been a great day i think that's added to my good vibes and energy and then second of all because i've been waiting all week all season to start this series on the 1st of April, which is a time for new beginnings. So I just felt, you know, it's an appropriate time to start a new series. This series that I'm talking about, okay, is going to be a time where we take one week to dissect one angle of the this bigger topic. And the topic is limitations to health. So every week we're going to be discussing some type of limitation to health especially um those limitations that affect you know they affect everybody but i'm going to talk about how like specifically um affects women okay so yeah we're going to talk about these limitations to health for the next five weeks i think there's five mondays sundays in april because i record on sundays but like it's ready for y'all on mondays let's just jump right in (laughs) with my dogs in the nighttime Okay, so first of all, super, super thank you to those of y'all who follow me on Instagram. If you don't, please check out the show notes after this or actually hey it's a podcast you can look at the show notes while you listen okay so go ahead and look at the show notes the episode notes that if you're on apple apple podcast they're they're right there like you're listening just click the three little dots that are like lined up vertically and it'll send you to the show notes or it'll just be a drop down box or something anyways look at the show notes i will leave my instagram there down below i do want to incorporate more Instagram story slash Instagram live feed to um, I guess market this podcast and kind of you know give you a midweek experience between the series, the weekly posts of the series. So I don't know. Follow me on Instagram. Stay tuned. Whatever. Anywho, I put a survey asking you all what are your main limitations when it comes to your optimal health goals. What are what's the biggest thing that limits you to achieving? A healthy status, right? So some of my answer choices were time, money, um, I'm on the go, I'm just lazy, stuff like that. And based off of the the feedback I got, the number one thing was time. So I was like, you know what? I have to follow the rules of a survey. Like you do a survey to take action based on the results of the survey. So my action is the very first talk we're gonna have is gonna be about time. So how how do we um, combat this issue of like having the time to cook or having the time to exercise or having the time to meal prep or whatever your standard of excellence is when it comes to health? How do we find the time to do that in our busy lives? And first and foremost, sister, sister, brethren, all of y'all out here listening, I just want to tell you something. Listen close, okay? Come close. Listen, put your radios up. You ain't never gonna have the time. Never. Ever ever ever. You ain't never gonna have the time. So, sorry that I'm starting that aggressive, but that's that's just going to be the main message for today. You're not ever gonna have the time. So, the key is is to do your best with the time you got. Especially as women, like sis, when When in history of history has a woman ever had time? When? I don't know. Like, I can't think of a stage of womanhood where you're ever going to have time. If you're not a mother right now, God willing, one day you will be. And time is, you definitely not going to have time then. If you don't have a job right now, God willing, one day you will. And you're not going to have the time then. If you are not in school right now and you're going to be in school in the future, you show as hell ain't going to have no time then. So we have to learn how to use the time we have and and do greatness with the time we have. Because women... There's never a time in our lives when we're going to have time. So with that being said, I have four takeaways slash action steps, things that I do in my life that help me stay on top of my health. I think I talked about this briefly in another episode. What I eat and consume and put in my body has everything to do with my actions, the way I navigate life the way i feel the way i speak to people like it it has everything to do with that and it's taken me a while to get that in tune with my body like that maybe because i i studied nutrition in college i kind of like became woke (laughs) in that in that world um but it's crazy like what we put in our body is something very serious and if you're if you cannot respond to the things you consume yet or if you you don't know how foods and drinks and things affect you yet i i would advise that we all tap into that and like start being mindful of how your body responds to certain foods certain diets certain exercise regimens like really i really encourage everybody to be in tune with with their bodies because your body will speak to you girl your body will speak to you it is crazy But yeah, let's just get um, to the first takeaway. My first takeaway to combat the issue of time and achieving optimal health is to replace. The first thing I would say is replace. If we don't have time, then, okay, you gotta look at what you're doing and start replacing things. Because replacing things don't add time to your day and they don't take away time from your day. You're just replacing a habit or a meal or a routine that you've always been doing with a healthier one. For example, if you always get Wingstop at lunch, replace it with McAllister's. Their order time and their pickup time, their turnover time takes exactly the same amount of time. I promise you, I've tried it. There are two spots that I go to frequently. So, <laughs> replace your Wingstop order with a McAllister sa- salad or sandwich or combo meal. That's, that's a great first step. Another thing you can replace is maybe what you have for breakfast. If you're someone who puts coffee on the on the brewer and puts two Pop-Tarts in the toaster, replace those two Pop-Tarts with a, with pieces of toast or waffles, um, whole grain waffles, you know, little things. Find little things in your routine. And even if it's just one thing, like if you always have a bag of Cheetos with your subway, with your subway sandwich, replace it with a little bag of apples, free of charge. I think. Don't quote me. I don't know. But find little things um, that you can replace, and don't try to make big, major switches and switch arounds when you're not accustomed to that. Okay, that I think that's one thing that is so discouraging. Someone tries to flip their whole world upside down and they can't sustain that. you have to find little teeny things throughout your your routine and throughout your life that you can just tweak a little bit little by little it will build and build and build and then eventually you realize you you haven't had I don't know bacon and fruit loops for breakfast in months you've been having oatmeal or co or um, excuse me a smoothie or, toast and eggs or something, you know, you just start to notice like, oh my goodness, I've changed. Like my life has changed. You'll replace that, that Coke for lunch with a lemonade. And then you start putting half lemonade, half water. Then you start putting a quarter lemonade, three quarters water. And then you realize like, Hey, I'm just drinking water and lemon at lunch. Okay. So baby steps, you don't have to make big jumps in life and your body will actually respond better when you when you transition it's all about the transition pace yourself take it easy relax you're going to be fine so yeah that was the first thing replace that's one of the first immediate things i think we can do to to combat that issue that issue like i don't have time to be healthy just replace replace little things throughout your day tell me more, tell me more. the second thing i would say is accountability sometimes you might think you don't have time. But when you tell somebody your schedule, they'll find time. They'll find um, somewhere in your schedule where you can go to the gym or make a smoothie or cook for for the week or meal prep. They will tell you the time you do have. So I know for me personally, that's a big struggle. Like I really over hype my schedule and like really Overexpress express what it really is like I'll be like oh my god like I have to study go to work go to class go um take care of my kids and when I don't even have kids like I'll be saying all these things and then I'll just call Elizabeth and she'll be like why don't why don't you just leave Daisy like she can find a ride go to the gym during that time okay <laughs> it's so funny like I'll tell my friends and they'll be like why are you doing all this sis like you have time. You are just doing unnecessary things. So um, you only know that if you have accountability. So one thing we can do to help fight the clock in our journey to optimal health is have accountability. If you are someone who wakes up at nine o'clock because you got class at 1030, wake up at seven try to wake up at seven, be at the gym by 7.30, 7.30 to 8.30. By the time you know it, and that from 8.30 to nine, you shower at nine o'clock, that's the time you would have been waking up. Have a good solid breakfast. If you're someone who can work out in the morning, get the accountability, get with a partner that will wake you up or go to the gym with you at 7.30 or at eight o'clock or whatever the case may be, you apply it to your situation. Personally, you won't catch me working out in the morning. Like, I tried it. I tried the accountability with my roommates, with my sisters. Like, I don't wake me up at the mor- in the morning. That that is where I draw the line. Where I refuse to make more time is earlier in the day. I'll make more time for Jesus earlier in the day. Um, Lord, forgive me. I need to work on that. But anything else, I'm not making more time for it right now at this stage in my life. Maybe in the future when I have more responsibilities and like I have to, I will. But right now, I'm not the person you'll catch, hey, I'll go work out with you at 6 a.m. No, ma'am. But I know I'm I'm one of the few who are like that. I know a lot of people rather get working out, out of the way before they start their day. So if you just need that additional push to do that, get the accountability. If you need accountability with what you eat and you're at a, a workplace, a full-time kind of workplace where they see what you eat often, let them know, hey, I'm not eating cookies. Y'all want to bring cookies to the office every Friday? Don't offer me any, okay? Y'all want to go to Wingstop every Tuesday? Don't invite me, okay? I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not going with y'all. Let them know. You got to be bold and up front. <laughs> I'm mad. I had some emotional attachment to that one, but just tell people things something i i did i don't i'm not proud that i do this but i do it i will lie i'll tell people oh i hate chocolate i i truly hate chocolate so then when they catch me devouring that chocolate cake in the break room they'll look at me like you a you a liar that's nasty and nothing is uglier than being a liar so that's something I do for accountability. I, I just I lie so that that will just hold me accountable because I'm like, damn, I told her I don't like ice cream, so I can't buy this ice cream right now or it's the worst. But anyways, um, accountability is really key in life in general. It's great to have accountability partners. So y'all all heard the message before. But it could truly help you um, combat this battle of time. Like I don't have time to do it. Get you a sister. Get your brother who will tell you, "Hey, you do have the time to do this, and I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna be there by your side." The third thing that can help us fight this battle of time is to remind yourself. Why it is you need to be healthy. That is so convicting to me. I'm going to tell you what is convicting to me. Maybe it'll be convicting to you. Maybe you'll be like, yeah, you are hella dramatic. But whichever way, I'm going to speak my heart and hopefully it resonates with someone. But this one right here, this third point is to remind yourself of like your purpose. That one, That one keeps me going. I look at diet and exercise and fueling myself with good. Not as a current age thing. I think about it in the future. I've been so lucky enough to have a super healthy mom who's probably gonna live to see my great grandkids and maybe even more. And my grandma, my great grandmother still works the farm. Like I come from a family of people who live long, a very long time. And I don't wanna be one who dies, okay? I don't wanna be someone who dies Um, according to what is our standard age of living or whatever estimated life in America. I think it's like 74 for women or 76. I I have family members who are way past that. And I don't want to be the first one to drop the ball and be like, oh, there I am, 63, gone. God, this sounds so, I'm not wording this correctly, but that convicts me. I want to live long. And I know that my family has lived long because they are healthy. They eat great foods. They eat organic, fresh, whole foods from the earth. So that's something that convicts me and propels me to get my raw enzymes every single day. That, that's, a, that's the driving factor there. Another thing I think about is the life I wanna live. I know right now I'm probably gonna be in school forever. So I need to I need to be healthy enough so that when I'm done with school I have time to enjoy to have vacations and stuff. My bones aren't tired because I miss my 20s and 30s and stuff. I want to be at a point where when I'm in my 40s I still feel young enough to enjoy life. And that's only going to be the case is if I'm healthy while I am in this busy stage of life where I think I don't have time so I'm just gonna eat out and not work out because I have to study no because studying will kill you all like do not let the books kill you don't you have to be healthy because there's a life after the books and you don't want to be gray and old and tired and sick because you didn't have time you know what I'm saying okay so that convicts me I have to think about that and remind myself of that like hey like make the time now. Okay. Stay up a little later so you can go to the gym before they close, you know, stuff like that. Because in the long run, I want to be, I want to be moving. Um, yeah. So little things like that. Think of, think about, don't think about like, oh, summer swimsuit suns out buns out season don't think about that because that that will only last you so long that doesn't that doesn't motivate me anymore because I realized that somebody gonna like my body whatever form it's in like I've literally seen myself looking so like not fit in my standards and people will still be like oh my gosh you look so good so I'm like you know what hey <laughs> What can I say? I don't know. That cannot be my motivation anymore because um, my perception of beauty changes number one, and society's perception of beauty changes number two. And also, you might just come to a place. hopefully we're at that place, but if you're not at that place, one day you will be at the place where you do not care what your body is doing like at the moment. You sure everyone wants to look. Good in the mirror, or whatever, but you're going to be happy regardless, and that's not going to be um, motivation to you anymore is to get this ideal body, this perfect body. One day you'll get to a point where that's no longer motivation. So, we have to remind ourselves of our long term goals and the things we look forward to, the reasons we need to be healthy as a woman. If you're going to have kids, have a full time career, um, still have hobbies, and relationships and travel and all that stuff if that's the life you want for yourself yourself when you're established or whatever hey you you're gonna need a body who can take it so that motivates me that's all I'm saying and the final thing I want to say that's gonna help us combat this issue with time and achieving our optimal health is to cook that is plain and simple I know it's hard, especially if—actually, it's hard if you live by yourself. It's hard if you live with your mama. Because when I lived by myself, it was hard to cook, like, all the time. Like, I wasn't cooking for— the future you know like I was really just cooking for today and I was like dang tomorrow I don't want to cook the next day I don't want to cook I don't feel like cooking so that was a struggle and like times when I'm living at home it's a struggle too because I want to eat I don't want to cook like I'm living at home with all these people why am I going to be in the kitchen so it is a struggle and people might think cooking is something that takes up a lot of time but if you do it strategically strategically okay it will save you so much time Hallelujah. Hallelujah. here's how Hallelujah. number one cook a lot cook in advance and cook for a long period of time so something that my mom taught me that is something I'll do with my family in the future and I will never stop doing this is cook one day of the week for the whole week so if you you want to make a salad like a raw salad with all the veggies, cook, or I mean, not cook, like cut up all the fruits and vegetables and seasoning and spices that you'll need. Put them in big old containers, put them in your fridge. There you go. That salad should last you for a week. If you want to have um, chicken, baked chicken, or whatever, bake 20 legs and 20 thighs, 20 breasts. That's too much chicken. But you know what I mean. Bake a lot of pans of chicken. Put different sauces on them so you don't get bored or whatever. Store it. Package it. Put it in the fridge. Good for the week. If you want to make a pasta, make a big old pot. Put it in the fridge. Like Think if you're making it for a sleepover of 20 people or something, but it's just for you. Come on now. And then portion it out. Ration it out. Distribute it so it can last you the rest of the week. That is major key, especially if you live by yourself or you're maybe just cooking for you and your roommates, if you like them or your boyfriend, if y'all doing that. But you know, like if it's for less people, the more effective it is. If it's for a lot of people, like your whole family or something, that food's going to run out. Like when my mom does it, I know her intentions are for it to last the week, but My sisters and I, we eat a lot. So that, especially Daisy. Oh my God. This girl eats like a college football player, like a full grown man, 260 pound linebacker. Like this girl can eat. And I'll be like, Daisy, this food is supposed to be for the week. That girl, God, I don't know where she puts it. Anyways, yeah, cook. It is, it will save you so much time. And, that's that's my take on it the way i just described my sister nora however she is queen at meal preps y'all follow her as well if you want um to learn how to meal prep or watch how she does it she's always posting and she's like sharing tips and stuff like that on how to meal prep she meal preps like she'll actually distribute the portion sizes and stuff that's really nice like she got, got me meal prep trays for my birthday and I was like, thank you so much, I needed it because my problem is overeating. But it's just so hard for me. Like, I will change my mind in the morning. I like to pack a new lunch, a new, like, I like to pack for my day as they come. Like, I'll use a meal prep chase, but I don't lay it out the way she does. Anyways, just cook, cook. It will save you time. And then if you do meal prep, that will save you even more time. That's all I'm trying to say. <sighs> I need to wrap up because it's already 23 minutes. <laughs> But yeah, that is four action steps we can take in order to combat the the battle, the struggle of, I'm trying to be healthy, but sis, I just don't have the time. We can fight this, okay? We need to fight this, okay? Because women, we need to be out here looking strong, healthy, and fit for all the BS that is to come our way, that has and will always continue to come our way. We need to be able to withstand it. And the only way that we can do that is if we have the strength. The only way we can have strength is if we're fueling and treating our bodies correctly. So I encourage you all to be healthy this season. Be healthy for you, for your legacy, um, for those in your past who weren't so healthy. Be the change. Be the difference that you want to see. So thank you all so much for listening. Make sure you follow me on Instagram. Email me if you have any other um, tips that you use any strategies that you use that you've seen to be beneficial in your life to combat this issue of time and I will share them on next week next week's episode. Bye-bye.